This is New School Marketing Podcast for real estate pros, where the very best of real estate reveal their latest systems and strategies. With your host, Marlon Aquino. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the new school for marketing, where we talk about what the really hottest states agents that are dominating social media and real estate industry. Right now, I'm super excited because we do have one of the biggest people in the game right now. His name is Zachary Love. Welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? Hell of an intro. I love it. <laughs> no, no, it is an honor to have you here. I know that our guests follow you, have been following your journey for a while, so it'll be good to get here a little intimate and really get to know you a little better. Awesome. So, all right, though, let's kick right into it. I actually want to get into about you before we begin. So can we actually go into a little bit about Zachary Faust before real estate? Of course. What does that look like? It's not very exciting, but uh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, so starting off, I am just a realtor who has no idea what the heck he's doing. Uh, I joined four years ago, four and a couple months. So four years and a couple months ago and no clue what I'm doing. I jump in and I'm like, all right, I don't know anything. I've never sold anything. I was military. That was Department of Corrections. I've been fired. I've been demoted from everything I got my fingers on. So let's try this. And when I jumped in, I just kind of looked at it from the perspective of where's there a gap in the market? And the biggest gap I could see other than the age gap, was no one was on social media. No one was doing anything in the world of social media. And I'm like, I don't got two pennies to rub together. So this is perfect because it's free. <laughs> so that's really where it started. And, you know, myself, you know, I started my first business when I was 13 years old, buying and selling paper footballs. Um, was uh was a owner of a soccer league uh by 20 when i got back from deployment uh with the military and realized yo there's nothing outside of high school for me sports wise so i guess i gotta go out and make it um and then from there odd job odd job odd job fired fired demoted fired and then got into real estate where i, I feel like i'm on the inch of being fired all the time so it's, it's great did, did do you know someone in real estate that did, did- you know, well, how did that, how that transition happened? Cause I, I did hear from an interview that I watched recently. Yeah. You were in the correctional, uh, correctional officer. You sat there with your boss and you're pretty much like, I'm not coming back. Yep. Super confused too. Super confused. Cause I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. Um, I had a mentor of mine now. She was actually the principal that was in charge of my suspension when it was found out I was buying and selling paper footballs. Um, and basically uh, yeah, it's funny how things work. And then she said, uh, Hey, you need to be a realtor. Told her no. Saw her at church like a month later. She's like, yo, you should be a realtor. And I'm like, eh, no. And then third time she called me, it was literally like nine 30 at night. And she called me and I'm getting ready for my night shift. And she's like, Zach, you need to be a realtor. And I'm like, no. She's like, I signed you up for the class. It starts tomorrow. And then the conversation just ended. I'm like, I don't have any money. I have no money. So we literally took our $430 out of our bank account with ATM and and then put the other hundreds or so dollars on a credit card. I, I remember like it was yesterday. 
It's terrible. She definitely saw something in you that even you didn't see yourself at, at the time, right? Sounds like you. Yeah, I mean, I think we always need that person in our life, though. Uh, we always need that person who sees a little bit more in us than we're willing to give ourselves um, at all levels. And I think getting off the ground level is the hardest because we surround ourselves with people that are like ourselves. Um, once we've made that first jump, you know, that first person that was not normally in our circle comes in and says, hey, there's something more here. You should do this instead. Like, instead of doing that, maybe you should read this book. You know, instead of going out, why, why don't why don't we mastermind a little bit? You know, why don't I introduce you to somebody? You know, instead of just like focusing on your resume, let's focus on, you know, a little bit of income. What can we do on the side? So I think we always need that person. Yeah, and she was definitely that person for me. Wow. No, truly. Uh, you know what? Um. I'm watching you online and it seems like you're that person to a lot of people. So, uh, if anything, you know, it comes back full circle. I always, I always think, you know, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Uh, so awesome. All right. Uh, this is, so I want to get into a little bit of social media because obviously you're dominating and like no other agent really is. And you've amassed, I think 1.6 million on TikTok alone, which is, is amazing, all right? Real estate is nothing fun. It's not making headlines every day for being funny and, and humorous, and you're doing that. Is this, what's the trick? Is it be, I mean, I know that it's easy. Hey, just be yourself, go on camera. Uh, how much work does it really take to grow that kind of follow? Tons, tons. And um, that's one part that people don't really like to hear. Um, I tell people, uh, you know, a business can be built in 60 days, but a brand takes years to build. Um, and, you know, you can easily get in, start getting sales, start talking to people, you know, lead generate, make your calls. You got to do that. But one of the hardest things for people to do is build a brand because they're like, I want it now. It's my money and I want it now. JG Wentworth, baby. Like, and there is no money to be found immediately in this business. And a lot of businesses, you got to go for a brand. And for me, I was like, the more I can get on camera, the more people know whether I like waffles or pancakes, the more people know how much I suck at golf, the more people know how big of a 49ers and a Cavaliers fan I am, the more personable I am. The more people see my jacked up teeth, the more people hear my crazy stories, the more people hear all of this, see this, witness all this, the more I'm climbing up the discovery ladder, the trust ladder, you know, getting to rapport, getting to relation, and ultimately getting to the point where they're a referral partner for me because they're like, you know what? really like you, really think that even though you're not working with us, I really think these 17 people around my life need you in their life. So it, it's a lot of really hard work. Yeah. You inadvertently answered my second follow-up question, which was everyone always talks about, no, 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 that was fantastic. So everyone always talks about brand, but it's very easy to talk about brand on the surface. But you know, you went and really gave us what rarely people do, which you were just like, I want to show people the good, the ugly, this is what what you see is what you get. And yeah. we're afraid of that sometimes. I think even ourselves, we walk around sometimes being someone that we're really not. So the second you start just being vulnerable and putting yourself on camera, not worrying about how you look, what you say, who's following, who's not, how many likes you get, you start making the impact. And I'll say this to your credit, and I actually want to go in a little deeper when you really started dominating in social media, when you were like, man, this thing is really working because Whoever's watching now, I want you to go and, and watch his very first post. I was doing that. I was doing that, right? And 
Let me see if if somehow here, I think I can. All right, guys. So oh, you're going to do this to me? I, I'm going to re- like really briefly share my screen, right? Because <laughs> I, I, I took a screenshot, but you should go see it yourself. I mean, it never. Oh, no, man. Oh, no. What are you doing? What are you doing here? I'm sprinkling Wow, it's not even the same guy. Look, he's Look, got Randall. He's shaved. Oh, oh my God. Oh man. Awesome. Looks crazy. All right. That's, uh and what I want you to see is the progression. Right? Yeah. There's never that, you know, everyone's always working to get it perfect. And there are views, the videos that you have that are phenomenal that have five views. And I was like, dude, he should repost this, put it right back up. So what was that like for you? Because like you said, everyone doesn't everyone hates because Everyone loves to get started. No one loves sticking around to see the results. Yeah. It's um it's falling in love with that gap. They say that they call it the journey. That's what it is. It's falling in love with that gap. It's the difference. Oh my. Um, it's the difference between what like you said, like everyone loves getting started. You know, everyone loves ordering all the the fitness stuff. Everyone loves ordering all that healthy food they're about to start eating. Everybody loves putting up on their vision board their six pack labs, like you, man. You're out there killing it now, trying to get on your level. Like everyone loves envisioning and everyone loves planning. Everyone loves those two things. The work in the middle is what trips people up because they plan with the goal in mind. I plan with the work in mind. My plan isn't just, I'm going to get a Lamborghini. My plan is, okay, a Lamborghini costs $240,000. I need to make $1,000 a day for 240 days. It's purely passive income that has nothing to do with what I need to put a food on the table or live the life that me and my family want to live. I need to do that for 240 days straight. I can only do 500. Cool. I need to do 480 days, 960 days, 1800 and whatever, 1920 days, whatever it is. I'll have a goal and I'll say, okay, I'll reverse engineer it. Like, okay, I had it on my, man, I looked for it. I could not find it about two weeks ago. I was thinking to myself, I had on my board these audacious goals. I had a whole wall made of chalkboard and I wrote down these audacious goals, man. When I was writing them, like, let me give you a version of what audacious looked like when I was still working department of corrections, get my license, become a full-time realtor was on the list. That was audacious to me. I'm like, ah, this is crazy. I could never make that. One of the things on there though, on my three-year goals was become a local social media celebrity. Like that was one of the things I wanted to accomplish. I wanted a hundred thousand followers before 2022. I wanted to have written a book before 2025. I had all these crazy things. I don't even tell people all the crazy things on the list. I had a check. I, I, I wrote to myself. I wrote to myself broke. Like literally the, the dude's probably about to knock on our door and say, hey man, we're about to turn your lights off. Do you need another day? His name was Rick. He had two kids. Really nice guy. Really got to know him well because he showed up at our door every month. But literally broke, wrote myself a check for $100,000. This is four years ago. I gave myself five years to cash it. I was finally able to cash it. And then I wrote myself another one. But the thing about it is, it's not that I just wrote that check. So many people will write the check. You got to work to cash it. You you write the check and they're like, okay, envision it. Goal set. You got your goal? Now envision it. You got your goal? Envision it. You got you to gotta connect them. You got to connect them. And social media for me was a bridge from where I was what my plan was to what my goals were. And that was where my bridge was. And it's an amazing bridge in almost every industry. If you look at it for this, 
for the sake of it's a branding opportunity, not an immediate ROI opportunity. So real quick, right? When we're talking about what you've done and you're going to execute it, I'm assuming you literally just went, just create, create, create. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going to talk about restaurants here. We're going to talk about real estate here. We're going to talk like you literally just went on. And I think once you brought out, honestly, the the flame, the gun flamer, what is it? <laughs> the flamethrower. Yeah, that was in August. Yeah. <laughs> That was a that thing went viral. That was a game changer. Yeah, it was it was fun, but the uh, you're you're absolutely right. And the the thing about the whole flamethrower thing, because you know that uh, there were several different big real estate uh, companies that you know showed that at their seminars, and and Tom Brady showed at his summit, and you know I was getting all these followers from every single direction. Um, the thing is, they never saw the video of me eating hot sauce. To describe how hot the market was three years ago. They never saw me picking up horseshoe crabs to try and be funny for a video. They never saw uh, me doing the polar bear plunge. Uh, they never saw all these different videos that 100% flopped. They, they never saw that. They also never saw me making TikTok videos on an app that no one even wanted to give any credit to. You know, early 2019, you know, I was been there for nearly two years now. It is an app that was not cool when I got it. it. Was not cool. And, you know, honestly got some real weird looks for it. I was like, this makes sense though. Like I remember Vine. I remember Vine was great. The only reason Vine died is because they couldn't figure out how to monetize themselves. Was it because people weren't using it? There's people in Hollywood right now because of Vine. There's people, there's people in TV shows because of Vine. There's rappers because of Vine. Like this is a real deal. Like the short form content's real. And I was thinking to myself in the time between losing Vine and getting TikTok, we become even more quick with our intention spans. Like TikTok can be it. They got to rebrand themselves and they did. But this could be it. And you know, they didn't see the getting made fun of. They didn't see me telling people, yo, I got like 10,000 followers on this thing. Like this is legit. And like, stop. And I'm like, 100,000 followers. Like, are you making any money? I'm like, it's not about that right now. It's about branding. ROA return on audience. Like, what can I give to them and in return get business? So, ROA, I love that. Yeah, I love like that. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. so so for you, like even Clubhouse now, you're dominating. I mean, I, what I want agents to take out of this is it seems like you're you're trying things out, right? You're seeing what works, you're seeing what what's trendy, but it's but most importantly, you're sticking to what's right for you. Is what it sounds like. I'm sticking to what's right for my audience. You know, it's not about me. You know, if it came down to it where I knew that my audience was going to be of better value for somebody else on my team being the face, ooh, like it's about the people we're bringing value to finding the place that I can bring the most optimal value to them. You know, I'm day trading attention. You know, where can I find the most attention? And then what do I need to put in front of them? And the problem is, a lot of people are looking for the best places to get attention, but they want to find the attention where it best suits them. You know, I'm already comfortable with Facebook, Zach. Well, great. You need to move over to another platform because you're posting all these photos. Why aren't you on Instagram? Well, I don't have an Instagram following. We'll grow one because that's where your value is best suited. You know, people that are on YouTube that would not get on TikTok. You know, like, Zach, TikTok's stupid. I'm like, dude, you're already making the long form content and you can find more of your audience. People are so stuck, man, with newspapers and billboards when I first got in. And now it's with Facebook and Instagram and they're not willing to look at the TikToks. Man, it happens every single time, man. 
Clubhouse came along. Someone sent it to me. His name was Tim Macy. He sent it to me. Download it. Done. Because what's the harm? I'll throw, you know, if someone said, hey, dude, Bitcoin 2010, throw 100 bucks at it. I'd throw 100 bucks at it. Would I have kept it until now? Probably not. It would have turned into a thousand. I'd be like, go on. And then I would, you know, be loading the gun here in 2021. <laughs> but, you know, I'm willing to try anything, you know, in the social media world, because if it pops off, that's amazing. If it doesn't, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got nothing to lose, but not trying. That's it. Exactly. That's exactly. It. That's it. So for you, let me ask you, what's the, when it comes to agents, what's the biggest pitfall you see that they have like this this crutch they keep bleeding to every single time that's not aligned and move over. ROI. 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 Yeah, it's it's always ROI. It's, you know, what kind of ROI am I gonna, am I gonna see? You know, it, it goes even deeper than video, man. It's it's when they go to these summits and these seminars and they're throwing around their business card like it's confetti. Or they're going to these happy hours and they're just going person to person to person to person to person and not not getting any relationships. They're going so deep and they're not going wide with anybody. You know, it, it, it's these conversations are having with their own clients that are just self-serving and just like instant. Like once the client, uh, once the transaction's done, they got their check, they're done with that relationship. ROI is one of the worst things out there because in my, from what I've seen, the harder you're chasing money, the faster it runs from you. So I am so, 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 so focused on growing an audience because if, if, if God forbid, you know, God forbid, police knock on my door. So you got accused of something crazy. I'm like, I was literally shooting the video of my boy here. What are you talking about? They're like, nah, lost my real estate license, lost my wife, lost rights to see my daughter. You know, my dad dies. You know, my business falls under. I'm left with nothing. My house forecloses. There's one thing that will never change, and that's the relationships I have with people. So I can still... Tell my 1.6 million followers on TikTok. I can still tell my 15,000 followers on Clubhouse and my 44,000 on Instagram and say, guys, I'm back to, uh, you know, create paper footballs. Yeah. <laughs> Two bucks. I, I, I got to put food on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and and if, if I'm just focused in on sale to sale to sale to sale, I have nothing. I have no one to fall back on. And, and to say that is to almost sound selfish, but it's really not. It's I want to give you so much value. That if I were to ask for it, you would do it with a heartbeat because you're like, man, that's like trading a dollar for eight. Yeah. Like I want to make them feel like that with my clients in the real estate world. I want them to feel like six percent. That was cheap. Like in the in the marketing world, I charge ten grand for for the one on one training. I got a five hundred dollars uh thirty day course. I want when they're done with that to be like, whoa, let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and in all in all forms of life, I feel if you put value above price point, you'll make more than you ever are worth. No, uh, it, it shows honestly, and and that's why I I I feel like, and so many of us feel like we know you so well because you you're doing that, you're executing it on point. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's where most realtors are failing, right? Like you said, it's easier for them to send out the business card. It's easier for them to even go door knock, right? I mean. Not just door knocking and cold calling, but I'm, but sometimes I, you know, tell my agents, hey, do you realize you can, you have followers on your Instagram? Yeah, you don't need to go anywhere else. Yeah, you can live and it's, yeah, and it's mixing. And and what people what people think about Instagram, and Facebook, you're like, yeah, I can make a video that gets a hundred views, but what if uh, I made a phone call? Uh, I'd be like, well, that's a lot more time. 
um, to contact 100 people. Will it be deeper? Yes. And I fully believe the point of online is to get them offline. You know, the point of online is to get them offline. And one thing I love about door knocking is when they know who I am before I knock on their door. Is that ROI? You love that word so much? It shoots way up when you have a brand that leads you into the marketing. Mm -hmm. When you try to introduce your brand while you're marketing, it seems salesy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you got a brand that beats you to the door, you've shown ads to this neighborhood, you threw out a postcard to this neighborhood, you launched a video that got seen by this neighborhood, and maybe it's 20 neighborhoods. Let's play How many are fans of yours? How many people want to work with you just because they're fans of your videos? I've had plenty. It's and it's super it's super cool. I love it. Um where you know the flamethrower video. That was that was a client of mine who found me on TikTok, had seen my neighbors from hell stories. Um I have uh I had three cash buyers in the past 3 months that have just been purely 100% we want to work with you. Um, and the beauty of that is, and even on a micro scale, man, even in the first year of doing video, what I was finding was the people I was working with that found me via social media were so much better to work with than the people I was finding anywhere else. You know, if it was cold calling, it was frizzballs, it was whatever. That was me clawing for a deal, willing to work with whoever. When they came to me, they've already checked the box of, I like you. I want to talk to you. I'm cool with this relationship we're about to have for the next 30 to 60 to 90 days. I'm cool with it. And they end up being the easiest. When someone knows me, I, I'll go back. Uh, I'll shout out my man. I'll try and tag him. And it's Brandon Dugan and his, his beautiful wife. Um, they, uh, they used us to buy a home. And literally, he only knew me from Department of Corrections. He was in my class. Um, I, I loved him. And we got together so well. When it came down to showing the property, I wasn't walking through talking about, well, this is the square footage, uh, bathrooms over here, um, countertops made out of quartz. It was joking. It was laughing. It was fun. Like we had a good time. I did a little photo shoot of them at the closing, like, or the final walkthrough. Like it was fun. And when I had that closing, I was like, dang, how can I duplicate this? I did not need to force feed myself any alcohol to get through this transaction. I enjoyed it. How can I duplicate it? And I found that video was the way to do that. Wow. Guys, I just give it at a moment to sink in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, that's, that's, that's every realtor's goal right now. Everyone's, everyone knows they have to do video. Um, and the, and the goal is to, is to get that, to have that experience while you're doing it and obviously get that result that, that, that's coming from it too. So that, that's so monumental. And I actually just want to briefly touch on what you said which is great getting the attention, but building that relationship and the follow-up. So many people fall short and getting a front. Hey, I got a, I got a million views. Let's say I got a million views on YouTube or wherever it was. Great. How many actually turned into clients? How many sales? You know, that or we just, and, and, and less on just getting the sale. You got the million views. Now what? Like everyone's like, how do I go viral on TikTok? I said, easy. The thirst method, title, hook, interest, reframe, story, tell, target. That's easy. What's not easy is the work you put in to keep the following. I I could I could easily, and I mean this legitimately. I know this algorithm. I know the video game. I could make a million view video tomorrow. No problem. What I couldn't do is easily off of my own brand and for the right reasons go viral. Just off cuff. Virality just happens when you're doing it for the right reasons. 
when you're doing it the right way. Because virality is one thing, but if it's amongst an audience who has no clue who I am and has no interest in following me, what's the point? It's just ego. I'm focused on analytics, not egolytics. I want to focus in on where my audience is growing organically. When they message me, I message them back. When I go live, I talk to my audience. When they comment, they know who I am. All right. People get those haters and they just absolutely die. I love comments and back on them. But when it comes down to virality, everyone wants that. I want sustainability, not virality. I want, I could not make a video for a week. I could come back after a week and I'm still going to get 60,000 views because I have that sustainable audience, not that flash in the pan audience. I'm not worried about being, you know, baby bash. I want to be Lil Wayne. You know, I'm not worried about being any of these just flash in the pan artists. I want to be an artist who's sustainable to where when Drake drops a drops a an album about reading the dictionary and naming off every dog breed that exists, it's going to be top of the charts for a week. Doesn't matter because he has a sustainable audience. Yeah. Uh, someone told me about like a salesperson, you know, uh, say, hey, man, forget, you know, script, no script, bro. Like you go in there and. And honestly, if, uh, I forgot what he was saying. It's like, you know, like uh, you go, if you go in there with the with the right feeling and you know you're confident in what you're doing, you could sell uh, sh- shrimp earrings to, to, to anybody, whatever it was. Confidence gets you a lot of places. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, amazing, Zach. That, that was great. I don't want to take too much of your time. I have just a few more questions. And I want to think what it is that you're working on right now with agents. I know that you've got uh, huge coaching groups, like, you know, you briefly just mentioned. I know you recently just started uh, something new as well. So I actually want to get into some of those things so that anyone watching could know know where to go and how to sign up and how to get started working with you. And uh, to do it, we want a model, like you said, we want to re- re-engineer yeah. those that are succeeding and you're the guy to learn from. So there's two ways to work with us right now. One, we have loft level marketing where we teach you how to market on social media. Uh, it's very cheap uh, in reference to a lot of other people that are throwing around a lot of uh, just information. There's no implementation to back what they're saying. Um, and the other way is if you're a realtor, uh, we have recently been able to bring Law Realty out of Delaware. Uh, we're now opening offices in, thank you, wow. uh, Tennessee and Florida. And we're looking to grow in those two states and others. And we have a lot of incentives for people to be the first to open a state um, and first to open an area like Orlando, Sarasota, Tampa Bay, Miami, Kissimmee, all these different places. We need regional partners. Uh, Very young. um, But with being a part of Loft Realty, you get the coaching and the social media marketing for free. So those are the main two ways that you can can work alongside of us. And uh, we're really excited to see how large uh, Loft Level Marketing grows. But also Loft Realty, because we have a lot of really high-level partners uh, rocking with that. Yes, yes. Congrats on that. I'm sure you're gonna, the, the success is just beginning. And uh, I also did see your red uh, your red bow, your red ribbon cutting as well. That was amazing. Yep. Um, I could see the how monumental that was to you, the, that moment. And honestly, I, I was kind of living vicariously through you. Um, <laughs> because like I said, by that point, I had already seen... The, the the journey, the progress, and uh, I was hooked in into your story. By that moment, you know, I could see that the hard work was paying off for you and that you were basking finally and, uh, and you know, everything you had done. So um, with that, I want to leave, leave it this up on a fun, fun uh, few questions. So these are pretty much just or no kind of questions. Uh, so let's go. I want to even give you a heads up. First one that in your mind right now. 
Uh, Lizard. All right. Uh, DC or Marvel? Oh, Marvel. Pizza or a burger? A good burger far outweighs a good pizza. You can't can't convince me otherwise. I'm from New York. That's a little tough, man. I love my New York pizza. Well, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> All right, and last questions. When you arrive at heaven in front of the pearly gates, what do you wish God first said to you? What do I what do I ask him? You said, or what is it? What do you want God? What's the first thing you want God to say to you? What's the first thing you want to hear God say to you? That's all. There's just. That's audacious. You think I'm going up there, but uh, I mean, the first thing I mean, where your flavor? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I'll go right to I. Well done, good and faithful servant. I mean, that's 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 the main sentence everyone wants to hear. But uh, I would much rather I, I'm okay with hearing, boy, you barely made it. Uh, like at least I'm here. <laughs> I just, I didn't just see you going. Yeah, whew, yeah. But it, hey, you sweat less up there than down there, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it'll be cool up here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, so, dude, thank, thank you so much. Where can our following, our followers, go see you and learn more from you, man? Uh, mainly TikTok and Instagram, Monk Clubhouse as well. Uh, but Instagram's a great place if you want to DM me. DMs are always open. I'm always answering people. So uh, Zachary Loft on Instagram, Zachary Dot Loft on Instagram, uh, Zachary Loft on uh, Clubhouse and uh, on uh, TikTok. And then if you want, I'm maxed out on uh, friends on Facebook. But you can always follow on Facebook and DM me there as well. Pumping her guy, man. All right. You heard her, guys. Make sure you follow him and stay and watch his journey. There's a lot more coming his way. You don't want to miss it. So thank you guys for watching.